up y'all it's your boy the one and only a switch aka throw something at me i'm a period with my knife <laughs> aka the bow cut survivor <laughs> oh man <laughs> AKA put some um put some whipped cream on my arm hairs and rub it off. (laughs) 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 Oh man. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh boy. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> AKA the Komaki Tiger Dropper. AKA the Nickelodeon Master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights. Episode 170. 170. The consistency is getting back to it. I'm at least sticking to a to the bi-weekly schedule i believe pretty sure unless i'm here so you know just speaking on this mic amazon <laughs> getting these thoughts out all that good stuff <laughs> so um uh, man what has happened of course there's a lot of various events um twitter is somewhat fairly going into a spiral still and that's just the whole thing. Not even gonna talk about that. But um Yeah. Outside of that this week, a lot of good details. Um Mario tickets went on sale. Go get your tickets if you a Mario fan. I don't know why I'm so came off so serious about that. I'm not if you're not a fan of Mario, you don't have to go and watch it. I'm just I'm just saying if you if you that type, if you that type of person, you're very excited. Very excited, ecstatic about Mario. Get get your tickets. You're gonna have to wait. I guess you can technically movies they if you wanna be the first to watch it, which I guess that's that's still a fairly small margin. So never mind what I said. If you're interested in Mario, just wait until April something ninth, I think. Tenth? I don't know. If you really care about Mario, you'll look it up. You'll look it up. You'll look it up. I don't know how we get on Mario, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, I have a really good show for you this week. Um, let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. Um, First topic of discussion I have to keep holding this mic because I just don't know of a solution it's like the dynamics are like I guess maybe there's like a elevation on this table technically that like this mic keeps falling towards me at some point I'll hopefully (laughs) figure it out but nonetheless we gonna keep it moving we gonna keep it moving regardless keep it moving regardless um so actually today 
Um, Capcom had a showcase, uh, had some really cool deets revealed. Nothing crazy, nothing groundbreaking, but some substantial stuff nonetheless. Um, I believe the show started off. I think they had a little pre-show, just basically a little bit of talk here and there where I guess they did confirm that no new games will be announced. So, hey, you know, keep your expectations in check, which is fair. I respect it. Um, Then after they started it off, uh, they started off with Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, uh, some new features. Oh, the game will include all 499 patch cards that were only originally available in Japan. Um, I'm assuming yeah, that was like, since this is a Game Boy, maybe it used the GBA card reader. I doubt it. I don't think it did, but nonetheless, hey, hardcore Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection fan. Um, if you were worried about I getting all those 499 patch cards, boy, this is some news. For <laughs> this is some news for you. Um, uh, also Buster Max mode. Okay. Um, makes the game easier by powering up Buster shots by a hundred. Uh, in addition to that, the final game will include our art gallery that includes over a thousand illustrations. So, there's that. Um, and I think they also talked about street fighter six, no new characters or anything necessarily, but they did talk about a new commentator, I guess who the final commentator, which is Hikaru Takahashi, um, a Japanese actress, actress, apparently, um, she's joining a fleet of commentators for street fighter six. Very curious to see how that's going to play out. But, um, yeah, of course they wanted to <laughs> knock it over your head. Like, Hey, you know, we got this tournament for more million dollars, um, you know, for, for the winner. So this, this is, we, we serious, we mean business, which, Hey, that is, that, that's some, that ain't no, that ain't no kitty money. That ain't no play money. That's for sure. So, but I digress. Uh, also, Excuse me. Exo Primal gets a re- release date. Um, well, the game that isn't Dino Crisis. That's the, I guess that's the formal name, but I always refer to it as the game that is not Dino Crisis. Um, it did get, you know, a, a decent showing slash trailers and stuff. <sighs> I'm just not impressed. I'm really not. It's just, it's just, it's just the game that should have been Dino Crisis. That's, that's the hill I'm, I'm still on with this game. Um, but some pretty interesting news specifically is that it will launch day one on game Xbox game pass. So for those that include myself, that would not buy this initially, um, game pass, I would, I would probably at least give it a try. Um, so there is that cause yeah, otherwise I would not have, I would not be giving this a try unless it like, the price was very low, but, um, so you got that, uh, survival pass, which is basically a battle pass. Ugh. That's just, that's not making things any better. 
game that isn't Dino Crisis. I don't. It's not not helping not helping your favor. Uh, pre-order bonuses, deluxe edition, and all that good stuff. I'm just <sighs> this this could have been Dino Crisis, really could have, but it isn't. It's 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 Exo Primal. Ugh. Not no thank you, no thank you. Um, we got to look at Ghost Trick Fan Detective. Um. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was announced earlier. I think on Nintendo's, uh, Nintendo's, um, direct. Um, but now at least got a little bit more details in regards to it. Uh, exact release date, June 30th, um, improved user interface, improved performance, newly arranged versions of the 37 music tracks. Um, so you got that. You got uh the main character who I always wonder what <laughs> what that pose is. Like uh it was in the original Metal Gear Solid, you know, where they they on the ground with their booty poked up. I feel like that's some must be some iconic pose cuz boy, he was he was he was working it. He was working it. That was like <laughs> that was like half of the uh <laughs> half of the trailer was just just a ghost trick man in his um <laughs> I'm using that name because I don't know the character itself, but ghost trick guy, uh, with his booty popped up unconscious, just something about that is always weird to me. Um, I just feel like that insinuates stuff. <clears throat> Maybe that's just me, but I digress. Um, uh, Capcom is celebrating 40 years, uh, with a digital theme park whatever that means. But, um, basically Capcom is coming on its 40 year anniversary. So, uh, it is having a digital theme park Capcom town. That's what it's called. Nobody knows what it really means. So I guess we'll find out closer to then, uh, June 12th. There you go. <clears throat> Monster Hunter rise, um, getting well, Monster Hunter rise sunbreak. DLC is coming to the new platforms that it did come out on previously, which was PlayStation Xbox. Um, PC already has it. Yeah. So I don't think some break already came out on PC. So I think specifically PlayStation Xbox. So there's that yet again, no, uh, save transfer. Hopefully they rectify that when world two comes out. At some point, or they announced that, um, and then <clears throat> probably the the bread and butter, the meat and potatoes, the cake and ice cream of everything of every of this whole Capcom showcase. Resident Evil Four. Um, <laughs> it seemed like it was leaked a little early, uh, like last night, yesterday, um, but uh. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty much leaked on, I think Twitch, <laughs> ironically, um, that they leaked ads. Well, I guess they basically, somebody hit the switch when they weren't supposed to, or maybe there was a miscommunication <clears throat> and somebody got an ad for resident evil four stating that the demo is available now, essentially. So oops, Ooh. oops, <laughs> yikes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Somebody, somebody gonna hear the end of that. <laughs> somebody gonna hear the end of that. But um, 
nonetheless, we do, uh, we did get confirmation that there is a new demo that is available. Uh, now I've yet to play it because I was, you know, getting, doing this show. Let me get out the way and all that stuff. But best believe as soon as, as soon as I hit, I hit on live I'm, immediately. But, um, yes. Uh, also another very important, um, substantial note is that the demo is, uh, no longer timed doing that stupid arbitrary timed thing that they did with the previous demo. I think, uh, both Resident Evil three, <coughs> two and three remake. It was called the one shot demo where basically you ha- you were restricted to 30 minutes to play the game and, um, that's it. So pretty much, uh, once either you complete the demo before the 30 minutes, which ideally you wouldn't really do anyway, or if you, um, you know, <clears throat> don't get to get to the end of the game in 30 minutes, <laughs> the game immediately ends and Hey, you want to pre-order that demo now? Hey, <laughs> you already played 30 minutes. So, uh, I think, uh, you, you just gonna have to wait until the main game comes out, but don't you want to pre-order it right now? Just, just go ahead and pre-order it. Just hit that button, put in your credit card information, go ahead and buy it. <laughs> you know, you want to. <laughs> So, uh, at least now, thankfully no time limit. That was, that was just the stupidest thing. Cause clearly people are just going to work around it. Like at least what I did, <clears throat> I just basically me, of course, the one of the advantages of, you know, having multiple platforms is just being able to play on the various platforms. So like, Oh, 30 minutes is done on that. Let me go to another one. And on top of that, you can just make another account. It just, it's it just stupid. They might as well have done, did what they did now. So thanks. Thanks for that. Um, so yeah, I definitely will provide details probably next time we meet in terms of, uh, my thoughts on that shoot. Probably when I say that the game will probably almost have been out by then, but nonetheless, Hey, you're going to get these, these, these details either way. Um, they also talked about the upcoming CGI animated film, Resident Evil Death Island, uh, with a little quick trailer. Um, scheduled to release this summer. Um, they did show that Jill Valentine is pretty substantial in this one. Also her interacting with Leon and Chris. Well, I guess that's her and Chris are normal, but specifically Jill and Leon interacting with each other. We've technically never seen at all. I don't think so. That's pretty dope. (laughs) At least we get that in some way, shape or form. So. You got that all in all. Hey, pretty solid, uh, Capcom showcase. Nothing too crazy. Uh, the, the biggest reveal was spoiled already. The lab, the previous night with the demo. Um, even though it was like pretty much highly, highly likely we we're going to get a demo at this point. Um, you know, if previous, uh, history <clears throat> told us so. Um, but yeah, overall pretty solid. Can't wait to play that demo though. I know that much. I know that much. Um, moving on. (laughs) 
Elden Ring expansion has been announced. Um, boy, that was like a week ago. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> finally got an announcement that Elden Ring is in fact getting DLC uh, called Shadow of the Erd Tree, uh, currently in development, um, at least by Twitter. Rise, tarnish. Let us walk a new path together. An upcoming expansion of Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree is currently in development. We hope you look forward to new adventures in the lands of between. So there you go. Um, pretty much no really, no, 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 no details at all necessarily. But hey, I mean, that's a big, regardless, in and of itself, that's a big announcement. Obviously going by previous uh, from software DLC, um, we can expect this to probably be pretty substantial, especially when you look at it in the grand scheme of the scale that is El Elden Ring in of itself. Uh, so I think this definitely isn't going to be no petty chump change DLC. This is about to be the big daddy, big bucks of DLC, the DLC of DLC. Probably I'm, I'm maybe hyping it up way more than I should, but you know what is mother is his mother Elden Ring. Come on now just saying this I think it's substantial but I digress I'm just curious where they could go <laughs> I'm, I'm more so thinking about all the all the just bullshit ways I'm gonna die that's <laughs> I think uh, a fair amount of people are probably thinking that way too but <sighs> yeah this this definitely is gonna be great I already know I already know Give me another excuse to hop back in the Elden Ring. Yeah, I was like, I played like what? Definitely fully completed the whole one initial playthrough. I played a little bit of a, a, a new game plus playthrough, but that was about it. But yeah, 160 hours. It just is not. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. But hey, this DLC, I'm ready to commit again. And that's the other thing I'm curious about because I know with Elden Ring, um, when it comes to the D their DLCs, they seem to be very, um, what's the word? Have some sort of barrier to entry where if you maybe skipped a certain part of the game, it won't actually, you, you'll, you have to basically beat the game to get back to it to some extent. Um, I mean, well, given the nature of this game where it is technically more free roaming than, than other ones, this should be okay, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it though. I'm very much looking forward to it. Well, I'm ready. I'm motivated. <laughs> I'm motivated. <laughs> love it so much. I love it so much. Moving on. If you hear cars, hopefully you don't. Maybe you don't. It's outside. Neighbors. Um, let's see. Counter-Strike 2. Let me say that again. Counter-Strike Counter -Strike 2. 
Who would have thought? But apparently, word on the street is Counter-Strike 2 is real. And it's, it's just around the corner. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, at least mainly from Gabe Follower, who I guess is apparently a presumably uh, some form of uh, Valve Insider. Um, I've at least for his quoting his tweet specifically, I've got fairly reliable information that Valve has been testing CSGO on Source 2 with the help of third party QA companies in the US and EU since at least early December. I can't confirm this 100%, but it's decent enough to share. I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, you got the latest release Counter-Strike Go, which, oh man, goodness, technically released like 11 years ago, like in 2012, I want to say. Damn. Damn, yeah. So, <laughs> safe to say, it might be, uh, you know, hey, it might be due for a new Counter-Strike Go. I guess what it's called is is definitely probably the biggest debate. I don't know. Would you call it? Yeah, I would assume they call it Counter-Strike 2 because, you know, porting, it, porting a, a game on a wholly different em- engine, I think it would um, be means to at least call it something different than CSGO, unless maybe they do the route. Um, well, I don't think they've ever really do that because, you know, you still have, you know, Puritans that are even on Counter-Strike 1.6 still. They're still live and die by that, even with, you know, the latest and greatest CSGO being out. So definitely don't think they would alienate. They would. I don't think they would definitely not alienate, um, you know, existing fans of CSGO. Um, but I think it definitely will be its own entity type thing. Cause yeah, you got Counter-Strike 1.6 source, then CSGO, and then whatever this is, CSGO and Source 2. <laughs> I don't know. CSGO off? Uh, I, that was, I can't take credit for that. that. was a joke on, uh, I think I saw on Reset Era, but CSGO on. CS. I don't know. CS. CSO. Hmm? Hmm? potential. We'll see what happens, but apparently it's like within the next few months, apparently. Um, apparently it's a beta this month. So, no, there's that. I don't know. I guess time will tell, but I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised by this. I'll say that. But as a, as a, as um, you know, I guess kind of a retired Counter-Strike fan, I, I definitely dabble here and there. Sometimes I'll get the itch like, ah, man, you know what? I feel like playing some Counter-Strike and, you know, I'll get it in. But I'm not as big of a fan as I used to back in the day. <laughs> well, I've probably said this countless times, but initially playing Counter-Strike for a long period of time on the original Xbox and that being one of my first online experiences ever online video online gaming experiences ever, which blew my mind at the time. It definitely did. Definitely did. It was fun. It's good times. I'll meet some counter-strike. I definitely got an affinity to counter-strike, <laughs> but I digress.
moving on. Let me move my tab because it is not very helpful to be looking like looking all everywhere. <coughs> So yes, um, damn it, what else, yeah, sorry, I <laughs> lost my train of thought, um, actually, I think that's it, yeah, that, uh, concludes all the news for this week, let's talk, into what, uh, talk about what I've been playing, which has been, <laughs> of course, Yep. Of course, with the hype that is Resident Evil 4, had to, had to, had to for one last time before my whole image, my whole perception of Resident Evil 4 is just <laughs> potentially demolished. Um, had to, had to get one good ass playthrough of Resident Evil 4 original. Resident Evil 4 again on um, the Xbox series and uh, man big shoes to fill man Resident Evil remake got some big shoes to fill just the pacing just the the moments of terror just the mainly the pacing I think that's Resident Evil 4 has some of the best pacing I've definitely ever um, witnessed in a game for for sure um what is interesting when I was replaying Resident Evil for what the hundred and 110th time, um, was that, um, <laughs> I definitely with, you know, having the Resident Evil 4 remake in mind, I definitely was looking at, looking at while I was playing Resident, the original Resident Evil 4 was looking at RE4 with a lot more scrutiny in terms of like, um, you know, flaws, things that the game could improve. And, uh, I think in turn speculating like what they are going to do with the remake for certain moments in, um, you know, areas in the game, um, which was fascinating. Cause it's like, I never, I never ever looked, looked at resident evil with like that much scrutiny until now we get, we're getting the resident Evil four remake very soon. So <laughs> I found that very funny. Um, what were some of the things that I like really, I started to like more or less criticize in my head. QTEs. I was more so in, in thinking in terms of like looking at the practicality of not involving QTEs and you know, the reason as to why, like, you know, press X to not die or whatever, but I mean, that's something I'm still, I still stand on, but I can be flexible in that respect. Like RE4 remake, you know, we, uh, it being confirmed that it won't have QTEs, um, isn't as not, not as much with a deal breaker as I at least initially thought, even though they technically kind of got not in the, um, not in the 
not in the, the the intricate sense that they have QTEs, but like they do technically have them to a certain degree. So that kind of help appeases things a bit for me. So uh, that that technically isn't a deal breaker for me. But, you know, obviously I'll just have to, you know, get my hands on it when I when when I do I'm trying to think anything that like. Definitely, of course, the the village, not the village, but the um, island section towards the end. I think that's and I think uh, a lot of us fans agree that that could definitely use improvement. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot the very uh, sexual harassment uh, lines from Lewis, Lewis, Sarah, like I think his character overall definitely could use some work, which, of course, they they shown that they are definitely doing in this remake, even, uh, also giving him a much bigger role. It seems like, um, given the certain areas he's at now that he wasn't for certain reasons, um, compared to the original, uh, probably the biggest thing. And I think it, I, you can solely blame resident evil remake because of it is, uh, just weapon switching. I just realized and noticed like how kind of cumbersome it feels to have to go to your menu, swap a weapon and then go get out of your menu and then continue combat. Um, yeah, just, just with having Resident Evil 4 remake in mind while playing this, that, that definitely started to at least I started to have that thought for sure. Um, yeah, I was like, man, yeah, this would be more fun if. You know, you didn't didn't break the 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 ebb and flow, if you will, with uh, having to go back to the menu specifically to swap weapons. So that was probably the biggest one. Um, outside of that, everything just just flow well, and that's again, I think a testament to Resident Evil Four, just how the greatness of that game is. That you know, it's just uh. It's damn near perfect. It's damn near perfect in my eyes. That's for sure. That's for sure. It really is. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Played on professional since I already originally beat it on normal. It's like, you know what? Let's, let's play it on professional. I forgot how challenging it is. And I also forgot, I could have swore this was different. I don't know. Maybe feel it, it, it's a difference from uh platform versions by chance but i always thought that even in professional mode that you could still get the tactical vest which you get very late in the game but also helps basically mitigate damage you receive and i guess kind of technically evens the field or depending on who you ask like you know it gives you an advantage when it comes to health it re i believe it reduces uh damage i think it's it's I think it's specifically physical damage, maybe, maybe bullets, ballistic damage, whatever, um, by 30%, which is, you know, pretty big. Cause like, otherwise boy, one hit, one hit, you need a, you need a red, red, green herb, first aid spray, gold chicken egg, any of that. So, I mean, obviously that's not a deal breaker, but, um, but yeah, no, as a whole, I really, 
thoroughly enjoy Resident Evil 4. I don't know why in my head I always thought it was longer than it is, but then again, as somebody who's, you know, played it countless times, almost annually, really, um, I think that's kind of expected because I think, yeah, other playthroughs, I think I'll probably have like 20 plus hours or something like that. So, you know, definitely taking the scenic route. Also, just trying to appreciate the game for what it is in terms of, you know, ah, one last time. Ah, what More so like, oh, what is this going to look like in remake? What are they going to do about this in remake? Um, I'm very curious about it, how that's going to go in remake. Um, what's another one that I'm very curious about? I think mainly the whole island section, really. I would guess because that's the one section that they haven't really shown us. Understandably so. I am definitely on the boat where like, okay, uh, if you guys just don't give us any other trailers, that's fine. Let's just play the game at this point because we clearly want to play it. I'm, of course, all for the playing this demo. Absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, after I beat it, um, played separate ways. That was another question too. Like if if we will get separate ways in uh included to some extent in this game um i guess that's to be yet to be discovered or asked or answered um yeah and of course after i beat it um had to i immediately wanted to replay now that i have uh got all the unlockables like the Chicago typewriter. Well, I mainly mess with the PLR laser and the, um, the hand cannon, Gotta the hand cannon, you know, um, love that hand cannon. I, you know, put it, <laughs> sold all my weapons, put in all my money into the hand cannon, you know, to get the unlock for it to be in, um, infinite rounds basically decimating by a shoot man after probably playing remake i might just be tempted to just mess around again damn that's just just still saying that like what 20 almost 20 years later man that's just a testament to how great that game is love me some resident evil 4 love me some resident evil 4 yeah cannot wait for remake <laughs> i mean I also had this in my head. Like I was like, maybe we, maybe we did need a remake of RE4. Maybe we did. I don't, uh, we'll see. We'll see if they complete, if it's, if I want to play this more, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. But overall, love me, love me some Resident Evil 4, consistent Resident Evil 4. Moving on. Last of Us Part One. Uh, you know, of course, watching the Last of Us show, um, I just it just it just filled me with so much hype. I'm like, I gotta play this, and I obviously I played the original Last of Us on PS3 and then last of us remastered on PS4. Um, and then I got last of us part one when it came out initially, but never got around to playing it. Some, just some other games took priority over it essentially, but I was going to play it at some point. 
<laughs> but now was the perfect time, <laughs> basically. Uh, so pretty much the season finale of the show is is premiering this this weekend. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let me go. Uh, let me let me let me just try to let me just try to beat this before the finale. Just uh, you know, also just kind of I don't know have that feeling of being in the zeitgeist, get my memory refreshed, and seeing also the notable changes of the Last of Us Part One. You know, compared to the remastered, even though that's hard to die decipher. <clears throat> that's hard to decipher because um, it uh. It's, it has been so long I felt since I played remaster. So now I don't remember what necessarily changed, even though they said they pretty much kept most of the stuff the same, like uh, just a lot of the cutscenes and a couple additions from part two um, in terms of game mechanics they added, but have to check me a, a breakdown of what they did change. But overall, I mean, it looks gorgeous. Finally, HDR works great in this compared to remaster where it was very, to me, it felt very broken or you had to do, I think you had to jump through a lot of hoops to work around it or whatever. So I'm for it very much for it. Um, yeah, I managed to beat it. Uh, I beat it last night and who it's still great. That's what's still great. No, it was also very fun to kind of play. Um, to kind of play, you know, parallel to the TV show, actually, you know, seeing the TV show to kind of refresh my memory on a lot of events that happened and then playing the game and then contrasting, comparing and contrasting like what they changed um, compared to that was pretty fun, actually, as somebody who hasn't played the, the, the part one in a while. So um, that was fun. And then, you know. Mentally having those checkpoints in my head in terms of the episodes. So like I, I clearly got to a point where, like, okay, this is episode nine. I was like, yeah, let's beat it at that point. So I was like, yep, beat it. <sighs> yeah, it was a good story. Just, it also makes me very curious how they're going to, uh, what they're going to do for the finale. Are they going to fully stick with the plot of, uh, of the game? Or are they going to deviate? How are they going to deviate? Are we going to get, are we going to get a trailer then? But I digress. Now save some of that talk for the last of us, um, show itself, but yeah, yes. I'm glad I, I'm glad I did. And it also makes me want to play last of us part two again, to be honest. I'm very tempted, which I, I assume that was their intent anyway. But um, I was also a big motivator too. Was I was very curious if they were going to implement a thing into part one from part two. Um, I won't spoil what that is, but um, a certain story element. I'll leave that that if you know, you know essentially, but. Yeah, I was curious if they're going to do it, especially at the end where, you know, if you play part two, you know what I mean? But uh, they technically did it, which I was surprised. I thought maybe, you know, because it's called part one that they would, you know, obviously add that in. But I guess maybe 
it will probably take away from the story of part two. The more I think about it. Yeah. I know I'm speaking in cold, but just to be, you know, obviously a lot of people are probably going to be inspired to play the last of us and stuff like that. I don't want to necessarily ruin that. So <clears throat> yeah. 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 I don't know. I wish there was just some more, I don't know, maybe subtle hints. I think there technically is, I think there technically is, uh, I think there's like a, a character in the game that, you know, they aren't necessarily notable or like in your face, but I think if you look closely, you can pick up on it or something like that. I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm very curious now. I'm very curious. But nonetheless, um, also I did, uh, you know, in trying to keep the cadence with the TV show, I also slotted in, uh, left behind in between, uh, canonically where I guess that DLC is supposed to be. So basically, you know, when, uh, Joel gets, um, falls on to an object and, you know, you gotta basically, um, bring him to good health, essentially. Um, that's pretty much where I started left behind. And after I did that, I went back to the main campaign, which is actually pretty cool. I mean, especially of course, if you played it before, I guess it's, they say you, you shouldn't play it. If you, you shouldn't play it. If you never beat the main story, which I don't know, I guess I'm kind of on the fence about, cause I'm like, as somebody who played multiple times, um, I don't necessarily see how it would take away from the main game necessarily, I guess, because they reveal, I guess you can maybe, um, I guess it takes away from the David plot. Technically, I think it takes away from the surprise of the David plot specifically. I think, I think that's mainly why, cause I think otherwise it's fine. Or I guess also at the end, <clears throat> that is when Riley, um, not Riley, but, um, Ellie reveals that the person that she lost. So I guess in that respect, maybe that might be why. So, yeah, but I think it would have been cool. At least if you played, if you at least beat the game once and you're playing through it again, that they would, you know, maybe pocket it and like, Hey, you want to, um, want to play last of us in between here, or even maybe integrate it more to some extent, since you technically play Ellie in the main campaign essentially too. But I don't know. Nonetheless, it was cool. I liked it. It flowed very well. More if it, 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 it flowed surprisingly more well than what I thought it technically would for some reason. But I think it was technically cut it, it clearly seems like it was meant to be implemented to some extent, but was cut for, you know, probably reasons or probably <laughs> to be DLC, but, um, it was cool either way. So last was part one. And outside of that, that's at least all I really been playing. Oh crap. You know what? You know what? Let's do an audible. Hold on. Do an audible. Uh, also played uh, Halo Infinite, the uh, season three 
um, DLC or new season, I guess, season three of Halo three, which added a fair amount of new um, content two new um, arena maps. Oh, fuck. I forgot them. I couldn't tell you. Could not tell you them. Let me look them up. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. <clears throat> so, uh, Oasis. No, that's the big team battle map, which I didn't play. Uh, Cliffhanger and Chasm are the new arena maps that I did play. Uh, got a new shroud screen uh, equipment. <clears throat> so basically playing it and mess with it a couple times. It is. It's kind of like the bubble shield from Halo 3, but it obstructs your view. So like, let's say somebody's like trying to snipe you, throw a shroud screen. Pretty much you can't see anything that's within inside the bubble uh, from the outside. But if you're inside the bubble, you can see who's inside and all that stuff. So probably a, a great supplement equipment for like shotgun, knife, hammer people. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. It definitely, I think helped out with like, you know, objective modes, like, <clears throat> what was it called? Uh, territories. I think it's different now. Um, I think land grab, I forgot one of those. So that's cool. I think it's a worthy addition. And then you got the M three nine two bandit, which is basically like the DMR from halo reach. Um, except without the bloom, I guess that was a little weird, but I mean, it feels good to, to shoot for sure. Um, yeah, it felt good to shoot. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing, but yeah, basically just like a, it feels like a reskinned DMR essentially. So basically, you know, a, uh, marksman rifle, uh, another marksman rifle for halo. Basically, I guess since clearly the DMR isn't in the game. So, yeah, it felt good. It felt good. I feel like I could, I could do some damage with, I mean, I did some damage with it when I was playing. So, you know, you got that. Uh, apparently there are four, uh, forge maps. Um, that'll be in matchmaking arts room, starboard, perilous and salvation. Um, shouts out to, uh, the forge map implementation that they did. I think this definitely helps them in, re in regards to, uh, the lacking, um, official map variety. I would definitely take this over, you know, <clears throat> only having like, uh, you know, smaller than usual amount of maps. So I'm all for that. Bravo, bravo, three, four, three. Um, oh, and, um, they also implemented escalation slayer mode which is basically gun game. Well, how do I describe it? It's basically a spin on gun, gun game where each team, at least my interpretation of it, each team has, you know, goes up through the ranks of weapons, weapon sl tiers, I guess, where you get uh, uh, um, 
primary and secondary weapon. And they're both roughly in the same, like I think one for long range, one for short range. And you basically work up the ranks. I think you have to get five kills. Your whole team um, has to get five kills to upgrade to the next tier. And then basically so on and so forth until you get to the top and then <clears throat> get a kill with uh, the um, the oddball. So basically felt just like gun game to me personally. So um, yeah, overall it, it felt promising. And then there's a premium battle pass where at least the cool benefit is that it does help as a, as a permanent XP boost. Um, I, I assume and hope indefinitely, maybe not indefinitely until maybe their next season comes out probably where you're maybe forced to buy another one. But if you are trying to catch up on previous battle passes, it'll also help with that too, which is pretty, pretty dope. Um, which is, was the big thing for me. If like, you know, if it's worthwhile getting, if, if it, um, if it does do that, which it seems to do from what I was playing and testing. So, um, yeah, man, probably maybe the only, <laughs> only person playing Halo infinite, it feels like, but Hey, I'm loving it. I'm loving the gameplay. It feels very good. The gunplay just feels really good. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So I'm definitely, definitely going to play some more down the road for sure, for sure. But totally forgot I played that and that's substantial because you know it's a it's a fair amount of games multiplayer games mainly that I dabble with that is not worth mentioning again and again and again so I don't necessarily bring them up but I did forget I did play this and it is very notable to break up nonetheless so with that being said <clears throat> that concludes what I've been playing um, I hope I'm not getting sick because that would suck I'm just, I'm just feeling it all of a sudden and I'm scared. I'm scared. Not going to lie to y'all. Um, getting what I've been watching, which has been the last of us. So not to retread what I was saying earlier, but yeah, man, episode nine basically, um, talks about, um, or covers, portion of the game when you know Ellie has to fend for Joel I guess they touched on that on the previous episode left behind but on this episode they you know went more into it and also you know introduced us to the TV version of David who um I don't really I don't want to spoil it yeah I'm not gonna spoil it but David is um is a character that you'll find out that uh yeah some things happen that uh just start it's something <laughs> I'll say that uh, but in terms of just the portrayal compared to the video game was very very great very great translation to to uh, to the TV series for sure loved it I very much loved it <sighs> yeah it was good they just they just hit a lot of the same points um, you know did stuff that made sense and um, it also stars uh, Troy Baker, who actually voices Joel, the main character in the video game. So that was a cool little nod. Of course, there's a lot of love for the for people that participated in the original game and stuff like that. Of course, you got I think the the woman who voiced um, Marlene 
is actually the same actress that um that voiced her in the game is actually portraying her in the in this show. Um, apparently Ellie, the voice of Ellie from the game is, I think apparently going to be the mother of Ellie, um, portrayed in the last episode finale. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the, the person, the guy that voiced, uh, Joel's brother actually had a role in one of the previous episodes. He was like a member of a group that um was opposed to Joel or something like that. Um so yeah, no, it's definitely love the love they're given for a lot of the characters or you know actors that were involved with the game. So it's probably the best, you know, um showcase of, you know, love and respect to the series. And that's again what I love about this series of, you know, almost compared to any um video game related uh, title, which is that, you know, they clearly, it shows respect and, you know, admiration, appreciation for the original source material, where again, that's where a lot of other ones fall horribly on their face. Um, talking to you, Resident Evil on Netflix. Ugh. Yuck. Even the movies. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil is just frustrating. It really is but I'm not going to get on that pedestal today. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's great. And it's coming to an end this weekend. So yeah, that's definitely why I had to, I was like, let me, let me get this in play it before I have it fresh in my head, uh, before the finale. Um, so yes, my hope and aspirations, at least for the finale, is um hey uh clearly the the viewership um i think i saw on twitter like the viewership has for each iteration each each consecutive episode has like um exponentially increased each time so my hope with that in mind obviously hopefully we'll you know get people to play the game um but also with that in mind maybe you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna predict. I think we might at least. I think we'll probably get an announcement, like a little trailer for either the Last of Us Part Three, or um the um the multiplayer for Last of Us. Um, damn it, it was in my head too. The Last of Us something. What was it called? I think it's frac factions. Yeah, I think it's factions. So yeah, the last of us factions, whatever that is, I know it's something multiplayer based that uh, is separate from anything. The last of us, but it is, I guess maybe possibly going to tie in, but Maybe we might get a little trailer for, you know, presumably a lot of the fans of the video game watching this and at least new fans that maybe might spark their interest more like, oh, what was that? Huh? You know, so that'd be cool. I think that'd be a nice little, um, you know, little nod, little send off to get people who like, oh, man, it's so last one's so good. I want I want more. And then, you know, hey, hey, you want more? Hey, you could play the game. 
uh, PC version about to come out this month. And you know, so that'd be cool. That, that, that would be my hopes for the finale. Um, I just, in terms of if it will deviate from the game, I can, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely, I feel on the fence. I could see it going both ways. A part of me thinks that what happens to Marlene won't happen to Marlene in the TV series. I think they're, they potentially maybe might play with that more. I'm guessing that's my suspicion. Cause I feel like for TV purposes, that might just be too good to just, to just resolve. I think they, for TV purposes, they might let that might milk that out a bit. Hmm. But yeah, I think at least the major points might still happen. That's my guess. Yeah, that's my guess. I'd be surprised. I'm, but at the, that's the, that's the thing I love about, you know, as somebody who've watched the game and is watching this show is that like, you know, they could, it, it could totally not be what you and are anticipating. It could be, they could make some, a subtle enough change or a drastic change. And at least it, it makes sense for TV purposes and who knows. So that's the fun. I'm, I'm very much enjoying the show. Definitely. In my opinion, definitely one of the best TV video game adaptations for sure to date, in my opinion, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, Hey, I recommend it for people who waiting. I know people, I don't, Hey, more power to you that wait until the whole season is out and then watch it. Hey, there you go. Almost done. Almost done. <laughs> Speaking of almost done, <laughs> not really. Uh, I guess technically, whoever you ask. Um, Attack on Titan. Oh, this is so irritating. Attack on Titan season four, part three, part two. I'm pretty sure that's that, that just, do you know how dumb that sounds? How like ridiculous that sounds attack on Titan season four, part three, part two or part one, I guess. Oh, uh, just, just the fact that I'm, I have to say that it's just so infuriating to me. Like really, like really see that's, that's when you just, you just trying to milk something to oblivion at that point. Uh, but nonetheless, so we did get a one hour special of, uh, <laughs> season four, part three, part one, um, which is pretty damn good boy. Yeah. It was a lot of great things that happened without spoiling, but yeah, some good old tag on Titan. I was very satisfied, but then, <laughs> but the downside is like now going to have to wait, I think months until we get part two of part three season four, uh, whoever, whoever it did just did this. Don't do this again. Don't do this. Don't do this again. Cause what, what is this? Who? What is this? Let's not, let's get, 
no parts. Let's just keep it season based. Just keep it within the season. Probably after everything's said and done, they'll probably do that. But still, that's just so, that is so ridiculous to me. It really is. (sighs) But I digress. I digress. Um, so yeah, no, it was good. Just uh, have to fucking wait months, apparently towards the end of the year. And then, and then it will finally be done. Hopefully <laughs> at this point, it's like, just, just get it over with. Cause it's like, you know, you, you trying to wait to get, get, uh, want to get punched in the face. Um, but you know, like, okay, wait, 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 no, oh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold. Okay. I'm no, wait, wait, wait. Like, come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to punch you right now. Just out of frustration. <sighs> I digress. Attack on Titan, man. You boy, man, this came out in t- uh, 10 years. The course of this thing has been ongoing for 10 years, a damn decade. That is so bizarre. Crazy to me. Just milking, just milking it, just milking it. Nonetheless, with that being said, <laughs> that will conclude uh, episode 170 of Switch's Sites. Um, if you did like the show, feel free to like, rate, subscribe, various podcasting platforms, and YouTube. Of course, you can catch me recording this live on Twitch TV slash a Switch. You can also catch the archives on youtube.com slash switch as well. Um, until next time, y'all, um, I'm going to play this demo. Get that in. Um, feel free to fuck. <laughs> Get your damn game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.